Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. This week we cover the entirety of Tiger King with special guest Madeline Goodwill. This is our first ever COVID-19 quarantine call-in guest. So we are working on the audio and we think it's pretty good, but we're working to make it even better. But we're super excited to have her. Please check out Madeline's podcast, the First Cousins podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at to underscore pod and on Instagram at Welcome to Reality MKE. Please also check out Ryan's website at ryanmasoncomedy.net. And now, onto the show. Hello and welcome to Reality. I'm Ryan Mason. And I am Nicole Torpy Mason. And we actually have a guest. We do. Uh, so <laughs> we do you want are, to say the name of our podcast first? I'm not going to. Oh, should I do that? <laughs> should, uh, our podcast is called Welcome to Reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a podcast that's about uh, introducing people to new reality television. Um, and there was a great program that seems to have captivated everybody's attention. Program. 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 There was a program that everyone watched. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and we have uh it was called tiger king and we have madeline goodwill here to talk with us hey gang hi um this is our first time doing um a guest over the internet so we're all still stuck in our homes yep we um can't go anywhere fun we're working together i was that a child on our end or your end our end i think your end <sighs> Could have been mine. Interrupted probably by a child or you know, dogs or something. Right. There's no shit on the floor yeah, so today. We're in, so if you know, we're working on the audio, but we're hoping it sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, Madeline has been a guest on this show before, right? Do you I have. What you need to watch um, the Mexican dynasties. Mm-hmm. The Mexican dynasties. Mm-hmm. Which I wish they would have brought back. I actually enjoyed Mexican Dynasty. A lot of people felt that way. A lot of people were like, this show was great. Why would they not bring this back? And most of those people were actually on the show. because <laughs> Yeah, but also I only watched like a couple episodes. So oh, I was going to say, we're in this room. Who, who, who was the Elan? Elan? and Elan. Adan and Elan. Mm-hmm. I like them. Love them. And I love their dad, who is kind of like Mexican... Um, uh, what's his name? Oh, Greece. yeah, Zuko. Yeah, he's like Mexican Danny Zuko. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying. I we get it. <laughs> um, but we wanted to talk about. So you watched Tiger King on Netflix? Yes, and I listened to a podcast that was like maybe a year or two ago. Yeah. Um. So I knew some of the story. And so when I saw, I was like, oh my God, that's the guy from the podcast. So I went all, but like not knowing what yeah. was about to go down. Yeah. The podcast was good, but it did hardly scratch the surface compared to it, the show. Yeah. I would listen to the podcast <laughs> as well. I think it was like one of those wondery podcasts that yep. they do a bunch of the true crime stuff. Yep. And it was good podcast, but they did, they did not do it justice. Not, not at really all. hard to tell the story of tiger king in its entirety because there's so many details to it right like how would you so like what we're gonna do today um our show is generally about introducing people to new reality television um and since this is 
it's a narrative, but it's also very wild. There's lots yeah. of things. So what we like to do on some of our episodes is just go character by character, kind of give our thoughts and then touch Amazing. some points that are like, here is some of the craziness that happened within. I, I have so much to say. I, I mean, it was such a gift, this show. It, it brought us so much material. Really a light in the darkness. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, so what, what do you want to start with? Do you well, want to start with so, like the characters? Yeah, I guess like let's start with Joe Exotic. Like, yeah. Madeline, why don't you give us just a general overview of the man that is mm-hmm. Joe Exotic? Where do we begin? <laughs> a, be- a, a man with, so, with, with such heavy piercings on his face. Yes. His ears, it's like just barely hanging on. What much like probably all of our sanity at this point in quarantine life. <laughs> yes. Um, he's we a gay. Prince Albert. <laughs> I don't mean to. I truly don't mean to interrupt, but that one eyebrow ring. Yeah, that, that eyebrow ring. So low. So thick. Why so thick? <laughs> For an eyebrow ring. I didn't even know they would do it like that up there. Oh, Madeline, he did it himself. Come no on. way. This guy, like, he, he had the more professionally done, um, like, stuff, it seemed like, except for his hair, seemed very, like... How about, how about like... Stuff. What, what exactly are you well, referring to? Well, like, the to? tattoos on these people and, like, okay. the looks that they maintained are so bizarre. Sure. I mean, like, okay, so Joe Exotic is a gay polygamist, uh, owner of a wildlife, wildcat rescue zoo. I mean, where do you begin with him? Um, he breeds and raises big cats. Yes. But also apes and crocodiles. Um, yeah. For a period. I mean, the also, a con- also a country singer, but not really, <laughs> unfortunately. Something they address in the podcast is that that is not his actual singing voice. It's someone else. Oh, I hate to hear that. Don't I know. I'm so that. sorry. I'm so me. sorry. I yeah, like, like the music. Can't speak voices right up here. <laughs> but then his singing voices. I wake up. I get my daggers. It's completely stupid. Now, did he write the songs though? Because I feel like, from a musical <laughs> standpoint, they were pretty like they made sense. So this is one thing in the podcast. They they really only address like a few songs that he just basically ripped off of somebody. But as I was watching the podcast. As I was watching this show, I was like, I had no idea. I had such a, a wide catalog of songs, and there's so many about tigers. Yeah. So, I mean, the chances of there being, I mean, he must have written them, and then eventually had someone record them and say, I'm going to say it's me singing, right? The amount of energy that he put into that once, like, a, 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 the level of petty of that song about Carol, and we'll get to this, but Carol feeding her husband to tigers. Right. The, that level of petty is yeah. is something Wild. I aspire to. Yeah. Truly. It's something to live <laughs> up to. Um so uh Madeline mentioned that he's like he's a gay polygamist, owns a uh animal zoo. It's not I was gonna say sanctuary, but I'm like it's not, it's definitely a, not a sanctuary. It's a very loose loose definition. Not, not a safe place. <laughs> for yeah, like where they feed roadkill to uh, tigers. Yeah. Just feed uh, rotten Walmart meat to both people and animals. To both. Yeah. To both. I mean, yeah. he, he, is, he is like a, he's a freaking before it was cool, you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. if you like animals, you probably think Joe Exotic is a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, he is a polygamist in the sense that he has two husbands. Um, yes, um, at once. 
but quote unquote husbands, it's it sort of revealed throughout this that. Well, Ryan, you cannot marry two people. I don't know how it works. <laughs> and uh, is gay marriage legal in Oklahoma? I have a hard time believing that it is. I don't. Oh, think yeah, not a legally binding marriage. No, I do not believe so. Oh well, yeah. that's another thing that not that not, that's news to me. <laughs> uh, I will say, like when I watch reality TV, this is something I I, I suck at. It's like I tend to believe everything. I feel like when it comes my way and so when they're like we're married me and what's the name of it dylan me and dylan and, and travis travis and travis we're all married and we're happy i'm like well that's great you know yeah, good for them. was later right oh dylan was the child he married after the other guy that's exactly two months oh. after um right and okay. it was Travis and um, John. John, yeah. Everyone's right. name starts with a J. There's John, Jeff, Joe. There's a James. The James, the guy who looks like Kathy Bates. Is that the one? I mean? <laughs> yes, yes. yes. With the... Just a yes. very blunt, yeah. a very blunt haircut. Yes, he comes um, in much later. Yes. Um, but Joe is sort of who the show is all about, yeah. and Joe. Uh, is he's a character is how I would describe him like as being a nice like Midwestern type I'm like oh well I don't see guys like that around too much you know but then yes. it's later revealed that he's like a drug addict who kind of tortures animals yeah like at first you're like oh yeah he is kind of likable at first you're like look at, oh yeah he's fun like look at his wild shirts and he's just having a good time and he's really palling around with those tigers and you know it's like he made those boys wear pink shirts up there. No, I, I do want to say that um, uh, we've sort of described him, but it is worth noting that he also has a bleached blonde mullet. mullet yeah. Right. And that he is he is that that level of thin where it's just like, oh, you just you just eat like maybe a Twinkie a day. Like yeah, it's not he a healthy smokes. slender. He's like a chain smoker. <laughs> right. He definitely has dabbled in the, you know, the, a the lot, probably drugs. a lot. Yeah. A lot dabbled in a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, on this show, there are times where you're just like, this guy is high. Like on for sure. Oh, absolutely. A couple of doesn't other look well. Facts. He doesn't look well. He's no. quite weathered. Other fun facts <laughs> that we can share about him. Um, he doesn't wear underwear. No, he sure he doesn't. That. Um, he got his start um, just sort of bringing live animals around to malls around mm -hmm. the country. Did you see when he was, did you look to see if he had come to like your mall? He definitely no. came to Madison. Really? No, I didn't look it up. I didn't even think of that. Wow. I, I mean, close enough. Shocked that my mother did not take me to see it. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be totally honest. Because the mall he went to where, where it's close to where I grew up, it would be considered the less classy of the malls, and it's definitely, mm, definitely we all we all have, we all have the option of. I feel like everyone always has like the nice mall and then kind of the trashy mall. Yeah. Yes. People um, forget trashy malls. In the '90s, there were so many malls that there was a good mall yeah, and a bad, and a bad mall. mall. Uh huh. Absolutely. Yeah. I also want to. <laughs> I also want to say that um, Joe. Well, in the very beginning, they the I think was it James who said this or somebody who said uh, they started the show off with basically a man saying the big cat folks they're all assholes, which was like such a a wild way to start the documentary. I was like, well, that's weird. But all of these people, my father uh, uh, breeds and trades and shows fish. Your cat for real? 
Yes. yes. And we should say Nicole has three moms. <laughs> no, and I want to say that like all of these people could be in a different life, my dad's friends. Or your dad. Wow. Yeah. Or my, because my, I have been to the fish show uh, one time I, when I was in college. I went to one. Yeah, one time when I was in college. Really? I never knew this about your dad. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I was in college and he was like, oh, there's a fish show that I'm going to in like, one like, of the Milwaukee you're suburbs. You're like, hell yeah. You're like, yeah, I love a jam band. <laughs> yeah, Not that kind of fish. <laughs> Trey. You well, a big here, fan of Trey? But here's the thing. <laughs> my dad was like, oh, why don't you come? It's at the hotel. There's, a, there's free food. You can go and come and see the fish and whatever. Now, I want to clarify when I say a fish show, it is freshwater fish. So they are not like beautiful aquarium tanks. It is like a murky, like in fact, when you walk in, they would give you a flashlight so you could like see in and see the fish. And then I walked Ew. in the room and my dad said free beer and food and I got there and it was like a like six foot sub and like a, uh, like a cooler of like high life. And I was like, cool and I, cool. Just, I got to go but th these that was the level of dudes that were like the people who staffed that zoo were in that room I think like, sure. like so yeah. the idea of what free Walmart meat isn't really that far-fetched in the world of fish shows could what happen if it was just a what if the fish show just got like a, a like the the cost Costco was like throwing out yeah. one of their they let the employees <laughs> keep it great I, this, I am a simple person and uh, I don't have to tell you guys this, but <laughs> six foot party sub, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's part of me that is always like, well, look how big that sandwich is. <laughs> big sub. Big as me. <laughs> I hate to say that because yeah, I, I worked know. at a subway, but if I see oh, a six man. foot party sub, I'm like, what's you going know on? It's a party. The president in town. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god um so i don't know if we want to continue on with joe because like i have some things but they're later in the episode but uh well, or later say, in the series i'll just say this the story of joe is that mm -hmm. he has this um zoo and it's unseemly he he seems to get into um connections with various people he has trouble with money and ultimately his run-ins with the law and other people who he has disagreements with are a large part of the show so i think like the yeah. next part person that you would probably say he has the largest disagreement with would be carol baskin carol baskin um so carol to me first of all it's like so perfect and poetic that her name is carol of course of course. It's like Carol with an E, right? Yeah. I think it is. And every character they introduce, you're just like, who's the good guy? There's, there's no, there's, there's one guy. One I was guy. Like, the one guy with no legs is the yeah. only person in the entire cast who is good inside. I would say, okay, I would argue for the guy who ran Joe's campaign. Okay, sure. Sure. He was I hope he no. got laid because I take of this. It, I take it out. Also, the guy with no legs, his name is... John, just for the record. Thank you. Um, another another J name. Another I will take it back because I or I will I will push back on the the campaign guy. Um, sure, he had a good showing on this on this this series. Like he didn't Presented seem horrible. Himself, His well. name is Joshua, also with a J. What yeah. the fuck? But he definitely strikes me as like a, one of those like libertarian dudes where you're like, yeah, 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 legalize marijuana, uh huh, uh huh, like uh, sure, sure. And then he's just like, and don't tax me, and I don't have to pay for roads. And you're like, what? Like, yeah, yeah he I worked definitely at, like, got the, the ammo center at Walmart. 
Yeah. <laughs> the gun, true. the gun store at within a Walmart. Yeah. But his, he had, his aspirations were for politics. Yes, his dream job, campaign manager. Yeah. For Joe Exotic. No, selling bullets isn't my passion. <laughs> Believe it or not. So he hitched his, he hitched his wagon to Joe. Uh, but Joe had all these problems even prior to when he had ran for office. He ran for Yeah, we didn't um, even get like there. Local, but yeah, by the way, Joe Exotic runs for governor of Oklahoma. And he also ran for president. And did, kind of did okay. I think yeah, I saw a tweet or something that he got like 19% of the vote, which is like a substantial like, amount of, yeah. of votes. Yeah, it's kind of Marilyn, do you watch Do you watch Southern Charm at all? I have, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Thomas Ravenaugh, who yeah. is a known garbage person, yeah. and uh, I believe a rapist. Or a 100%. Assault endure, um, Sorry, there's my dog. He ran for Senate against Lindsey Graham, and I think he got like one. Wait, was it Lindsey Graham? Mm, don't know. Rand Paul, some, some one of those okay. dorks. Yeah, and he got like one percent of the vote. So Joe Exotic, like, had better than. Showing. I guess, and so. that makes me proud of Joe Exotic. And and Thomas Ravenel is an absolute piece of fucking shit. Well, and he was not a known at the at the time that he ran. It was he, he wasn't was a known rapist, cocaine user, but not okay. A sure. Drug. going to be a bad president. <laughs> he got he got like kicked out of all. I think he was like a treasurer, or city treasurer, or something like that, and he got like kicked out because he got caught doing a little bit of the. Not Peruvian a little bit. He got powder. intent to distribute as well, so Ooh, he had a lot. That's all right. You got to share it with your friends. <laughs> He's a garbage human being. Um. So, so we were Carol, talking about Carol. Yeah. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Uh, if I was going to describe her, I would say she is like a lady who's into crystals. She's like a small town wizard uh, kind of lady. Um, very hippy dippy. Um, annoying in the sense that like I don't want to talk to you about literally anything because <laughs> you're going to make it about tigers. She's really insufferable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just kind of doe-eyed and I don't want to call her dumb. Did you think she was like dumb or do you think she was just like stupid as a fox? I, I was going to say stupid as a fox. Yeah, like, like, I feel like she plays dumb so that people underestimate her. I think so too. And like she, she really, you could tell she thinks she's like the protagonist in this story. She thinks she's like the sure. one fighting for the good. Ultimately, she's still exploiting these animals. She's known like she thinks she's got the better sanctuary and she's treating the animals better. And she probably is. I mean, like, I think Joe Exotic is treating those animals very horribly. But I don't think she's as, <laughs> I don't think she's so above him that it's like I'm I'm good and you're evil. Yeah. Yeah. But for she sure. rides around that fucking compound just with her phone out. I was going, Hey, hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's me. Cool cool cats and kittens. Yeah. yeah, that's not gonna that's not going to work for me. Well, they're definitely, they share some qualities too, which I think is really interesting. Like part of the reason that they maybe don't get along is because of some of their similarities. They both feel like they have to be number one attention person in the room, which yep. I can't, obviously <laughs> I don't relate to that. No, I don't understand either. <laughs> but, but there's also this sense of like, I've never done anything wrong in my life. Yes. That neither one of them, I would I would even go so far as to say like Carol Baskin obviously has skeletons in her closet, which we'll get to. But at least Joe Exotic has said like, I had my run in with cocaine. I had my time with meth. Yeah. I did a little bit of 
he's just like he like is an open book. really open about his demons and his past and his trauma and like all the horrible things that have happened to him and his body he's very like <laughs> you know i have a i i have those locks on the wall so i can connect them to the piercing on my <laughs> his prince albert yeah Carol Baskin is like, I've never done anything wrong in my life. I mm-hmm. wear animal print every day and it's fun. People like it. It's a uh, color for me. It's my uniform. Everyone knows I'm the cat lady. Uh, the whole house she was, all she leopard print. When she was young though. She was very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She's just annoying. Yeah. And she's very holier than thou. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, like, so the, their conflict is that, she thinks what Joe is doing is horrible and she's basically trying to get him shut down and that makes him want to kill her <laughs> and right. talks about it all the time. Really constantly. I mean, there was I, literally, like, on his TV show, there was a point where he uh, literally shot an effigy of her. Yes, uh-huh. that's true. Or he talks about like, what he would do with her head, what would happen if she came on the property. Like, his hatred for this woman ran so deep and to me, it was all about her shutting down a zoo, but he likes to talk about that it's because she potentially murdered her hus- her ex-husband and fed him to the tigers in her zoo. Right. So that's what I was kind of like talking about with skeletons in her closet. Is that right. A literal maybe, skeleton in her closet. Maybe <laughs> she maybe killed her husband. Right. He, like, so background on that is that he disappeared under sort of mysterious he was, circumstances. He was quite wealthy and he kind of was her uh, like paid, like he kind of like, like it's kind of like that, you know, pet project when like a rich wife is like, oh, I want to make like Sparkle Dog. Sorry, that was a direct. I want to have yeah, I'm and Cameron that. Unbelievable. <laughs> I want to make bangles. I want to have a jewelry line, whatever it is. Whatever the. just like gives her like, you know, a couple sure. hundred thousand a year to like do her deal. Right. So, he that was I mean I don't know that he was like as into it as her current husband but I don't I guess I, I don't know oh you mean like well first of all Carol Baskin's <laughs> current husband is like the worst fucking like even more I was like there there's no way we'll find another more annoying <laughs> person than Carol Baskin and then her what do you know shows up and I'm like asking you showers <laughs> like, uh, just worst mm. guy ever the worst. Over backwards for this woman who is like already annoying. Yep. Just full disclosure. I'll, I could talk really about quick. him for days. Full yeah. Really quick. At some point during, I don't know, episode like six or seven, I go, So when did she kill him? Because the whole. <laughs> you thought it was him? Yeah, I thought he was like, I thought they had recorded. Right. And then sometimes. And then he wound up dead. So no, that's her second husband. <laughs> he's like this real. Yeah, no, he's going to behave because he knows. He knows what she's capable of. So he is very much her minion. Okay, so the first husband, <laughs> the line on it that she gave was that he was sort of um, in a, you know, Joe Biden-y kind of losing his marbles um, situation. <laughs> and, but he was also into amateur pilot. Uh, piloting, right? Like flying airplanes. She's like, yeah, he his license, but he would fly the, the airplanes that we owned um, to and from places all the time. Uh, and that he maybe was flying one and crashed into the ocean. Now, there's no record of that. That is her theory of what happened. Right. The people at the airport were like, okay, well, there's no flight record and there's no, no airplane to be found. Right. That seems like a lie. Um, the other theory is that, like, 
he was getting ready to leave her and there were people including his secretary who was very close with him who was like yes he he had mentioned that you know this is the plan and she was sort of taken out of the will even his children sort of said this as well um that there was a trust in their name that she left in place but she sort of used it as leverage later in the show as well Mm -hmm. um and that maybe she killed him and I guess, put him on the property somewhere. Yeah. This huge property and tons of animals that could eat a human being as well as a meat grinder. Right. Well, yeah. And I, I, I think they discussed this in the podcast and the show, but the family wanted like DNA testing done on the meat grinder. His family was like, yeah, she probably did this. So they were not really um, on board with her theory at all. So I want to push back on this. Like, I'm not saying that she did not kill him because I, you know, who knows, but I just, I don't think a tiger would, it would be messy. It wouldn't be a clean way to get rid of a body. You don't think so? Yeah, I guess. If you put a body in a meat grinder and then gave the meat to a tiger, it feels like the perfect crime. What would you do with the body? No evidence. The bones. I don't you think gotta get rid of the bones somewhere. But I'm just saying, like tigers are not. Ti- the- they're not tidy eaters. So if they, I guess you're if. So we're saying they didn't DNA test anything, not like nothing in the tiger. Cause no, it would be everywhere if they. But it wouldn't look any different than what they normally eat. I mean, Joe Exotic is throwing just a fucking cow leg in that. Yeah. It's Roadkill, just hacking up roadkill and throwing it into the cages. That's all. Bragging about how he can feed his tigers for three thousand dollars a year. Wait, can I say for this? Tiger. So, for a tiger. can I say this? I feel like the tigers don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, like, do. However, you could tell his tigers were hungry, and yeah, of course, stocks were not. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it, it, like I could give a tiger, like, this is a humanely killed animal, um, yeah. ready for you to eat, or I could give them, like, this this deer got hit by a truck. That tiger, I, don't I, don't think it, I don't think that matters, but I think, no. like, like packaged, uh, like, chicken drums that are, like, half bad. That, like, Latin bologna? I mean, it's like from a- no, I don't even know. <laughs> if you're a zookeeper. <laughs> give us a call. Give us a call. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm of the I'm a, I'm of the mind that like dogs can eat garbage and <laughs> tigers probably too. Well, I guess my point is that they are really messy eating. So if they were covered in blood and had meat all over, no one would think anything of it because it's how they eat. No, I agree. I'm saying. I guess I'm saying. Well, I guess if they didn't do any DNA DNA testing, because I'm saying that it wouldn't be a smart way to get rid of someone. Because there would be blood everywhere. Right. So if they came in and did a DNA test, like it's not like, you know, like pigs will eat the whole fucking thing. Sure. She doesn't seem like the type too. You know what I mean? If, if, I if the theory is that she found this dude up and shot, shot him as well. She's just such a weird, like kind of annoying. She seems a little unhinged, but yeah, I mean, I'm not saying she did it either. I'm just saying... She probably did. I will say <laughs> that there was a point where she had a very specific thought about how you would get a tiger to eat a human, which was that you would put anchovy juice on that person. Sardine, sardine oil. Or sardine, excuse me. I would never use perfume. I would use sardine oil. And she it was very specific. So weird. I'm like, sardine oil? And then her husband That's was like, fish. she's very wise when it comes to the use of sardine <laughs> yeah. oil. Fucking... Cats love fish. They don't like perfume. Perfume makes them feel crazy, but they love sardine oil. 
<laughs> it was really like she dressed it in a way that was like, oh dear. So they, Carol and Joe have this ongoing feud that yeah. like, it permeates this whole like series, this whole show because at the end of the, of the show, I don't think we're spoiling anything because people have it's seen in the this. first episode. Yeah. Is yeah. that he, he does like put a hit out on this woman allegedly. Yeah. And then, it, I mean, he is prosecuted mm. for it. So yeah, but he's in jail. Um, I just want to say this about putting out a hit on someone. I don't, they're both like losers. They're it's both, it's, I can't believe my tax dollars went to like any, <laughs> like honestly, the fact that a federal prosecutor prosecuted <laughs> Joe Exotic like fucking made me so mad. I was like, I better get my entire federal tax return if that's what you're saying. Like, oh, what did he do? He, he put a hit out on a woman. Oh, it's so serious. Like, okay, well, who was it? It's this nerdy woman right over here who fucking killed her husband and fed Yeah, they both are horrible, but sorry. We got to yeah. tell the law. You can't just you, but you can't kill a nerd. Like it's <laughs> kill all the nerds. <laughs> really day day six. <laughs> kill all the nerds. They got us here. I mean, were they both bad? Yes. Also, but um, the one thing I do want to say about um, a hit is I I've never put out a hit on anyone. I never intend to. Oh, mm, like the story. But. <laughs> From my extensive Dateline 2020, Nicole says that watching. every time she's being recorded. Yeah, just for the record, never <laughs> put on a hit. Sure there's record. <laughs> yeah. Notice Madeline and I both silent. Silent. <laughs> I feel like you can't go too low or too high because it sets people like if you're like, I will pay you five hundred dollars or what was he said five thousand I think right. Yeah, and that seems low. But also, like, if you were like, I'll yeah, I think it was three thousand, which I I think was really low. Yeah, too high, right? Yeah, like that's a red flag. What was flag. the amount that they said for Carol? I think, I think it was three thousand. Oh, three thousand. Okay, oh, I think man. yeah. I get that check from Trump coming in. I'd fucking I, I'm ready to pool my money with you people. Yeah, let's do something good with that money. <laughs> That's a really good point, though. Like that was that was a weird amount that it was kind of, that made it suspicious for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the person that he ended up paying money to, they were like, he gave me three thousand bucks, and I just had headed for the hills. Was this guy Alan who worked for Jeff Lowe, the new owner of the zoo, who oh, also is a wait, piece of but shit? Let's wait to get to him. We'll I'll talk about yeah. him later. Um, I think the one of my favorite characters on the show, um, they, they start to introduce other people who own zoos. Now, Carol Baskin is in this fight with Joe because she owns an animal sanctuary. And the big difference is that she doesn't breed the tigers to sell the cubs. And she doesn't kill any of the, the cubs when they get unmanageable. And and there's no cub petting. There's no, um, there's no cub petting. Joe's is all about like an interactive experience with a baby tiger and you can like yeah. lay with it and hold it and like it's ripped from its mom like right away so that it can be like trained to be yeah. around Joe people. Exotic's zoo is like tobacco, tits, and guns. <laughs> Condoms, <laughs> fucking dog underwear. Yeah. yeah. And then Carol Baskin's sanctuary or zoo is like all the fucking librarians who like Mm -hmm. hate what Joe Exotic does. So it's it's these two warring factions. It's very like, you know, Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff over here. Like (laughs) I'd say more like Slytherin and Hufflepuff. Sure. But fair. You know. Um but that's what it seemed like to me. Uh but the mobilization of all these nerdy 
like women who are like, I'm here because you're one of my heroes. Yeah. To me, like just as fucking disgusting as the people on the other side that were like, I brought my girlfriend. She's going to wear a bikini and we're going to take a picture with a goddamn gorilla. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Those people are people too. Like, give those my third time here this week. The fucking tires are my favorite animal. Like, this guy is like 50 something. I'm like, there was like one dude who was like, I was here yesterday. This yep. is the second time here today. We love like, it. Take my money. I fucking love tires. It's like very what much. Do you think, what do you think the entrance fee was? It's got to be outrageous. Right? I think it's like 300 bucks. 300? Now, where did I get that number from? Maybe Doc. Oh, I think Doc he talked that. about amounts in his, in his park. And maybe that's well, what that's a good transition about, because the next person I wanted to talk to talk about is there's a third um, zoo owner. They actually talked to like up to five different like unsanctioned zoo owners. Um, and they are all fucking nuts like really the common denominator is anyone who's like really into big cats is off their rocker insane anybody who would say like my job is to have a zoo and <laughs> i it is not sanctioned by the government like that's a weird yeah mm-hmm. um so doc Antel, doc excuse me bhagavad doc bhagavad doc doc Antel, yeah bhagavad doc Antel. Um, is it Antel? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So he run, his cares. zoo looks really professional. It, it's yeah. in Florida. It looks nice, um, nice compared facility. to either one of the other zoos. Yes. Um, and so he obviously is doing well in terms of being able to to curate and maintain the facilities. Um, he has a huge operation, tons of of animals, uh, and he looks yeah. like. Um, little crocodile dundee look to him also really mm. large hoop earring uh a long white ponytail um he's he's bigger guy like built kind of thick looking you dude. know what he it, like i would describe him as like a hipster um what's the name of the guy who started scientology David Miscavige? No, no, no. L. L. Ron Hubbard? L. Ron Hubbard. He's like a Do you hipster? think Shelly Miscavige got eaten by a tiger? <laughs> <laughs> Where is Shelly? He has this certain way about him. He's like a... How do I say this without being like a huge... He reminds me of like a Renaissance Fair guy. Like yeah. someone who's yeah. really into like... Talks in a certain way. Also very like elitist and thinks he is... Well, like his Bhagavan, what he has changed his name to is translated... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he thinks he's like a some sort of like prophet god, major god complex with this guy. Like he's nuts. No, yes. I did say or, while we were watching it that like if 18 year old Nicole had met that like hips, like because he it, old pictures he like was always like shirtless with like long like Jesus yeah, kind hair. Of a steampunk. Yeah, I was like, if Nicole had met him and he was like, hey, do you want to come to my compound and like raise baby animals and we'll just create this perfect environment? Like another life I would, I may have gone there. (laughs) I can't confidently say that I would have said no. I can't say that with confidence. I would have been like, that sounds actually pretty cool. (laughs) Now, if some guy was like, do you want to do cocaine and uh, say that we're married, same deal, I'd be like, Hey, you had me at cocaine. 
I'm not gay, but yes, I will marry you. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. You got boa constrictors? Cool, man. Let's do this. Well, uh, and part of that, like what we're referring to, is that he seems to be creating some sort of cult. Yeah. Cult? Yeah, he like, so he this has multiple wives. Right. Right? Um, yeah. They're all pretty young. Um, and there's a woman who's interviewed, Barbara, who sort of is like, yeah, he... Picks, she had left the, the she left she's the like yeah essentially like, yeah picks up these women gets them to work at this facility like before they would go to college or something like that so they don't have a lot of options to leave mm-hmm. he doesn't pay them very much but they get to live there and be a part of this operation which seems almost magical right you're playing with tigers and you're entertaining people you're in front of people it's very you know, I can see why it's enticing. Um, and then she's like, and also he has sex with you. And sometimes you have to have sex with him. It's not that, it's, and it's not that often because he's got like five or six wives. Yeah. So it's, it's not, not like, like. Up until that point, I was like, this guy seems like he's got it going on. He's got a golf cart. Like, uh, Look, and I want to say this. If it's on the up and up and you want to like be in a polyamorous situation and like, I would not suggest raising large cats but if you want to be in a polyamorous situation if you want to get a six foot party sobbing <laughs> seven wives off go of it. for it but this seemed to be more of a like um like changed their names yeah them unable oh yeah to. do you have their names i, I have the current oh. them get plastic surgery uh, like this one girl was like all of a sudden i was getting a boob job and i don't even remember like agreeing to it right right yeah and that's and that that's where it's problematic but um his wives are his current wives are moshka china and rajni right, but they're all their names their real names are like Debbie, michelle right michelle they're all michelle's i guess yeah, they're all it's michelle. Michelle. <laughs> the one in the, they kept showing a clip over and over of this woman with like uh like she was pretty buff looking and she, she had, had a dark, steampunk kind of vibe too yeah, and she was wearing like a kind of like yeah. a, See, it's Renaissance fairy. Like it's yeah, yeah you're it's right. Like, like Renaissance fair is like very how I would describe him. Yeah, like, his is the Renaissance fair of uh, big cat zoos. Yeah, it was. He rode an elephant around mm-hmm. um, his compound, and he sort of like I'll show you around. And so he has his elephant, and he takes the elephant into like the river. It was very odd. I will say I was watching this show and at like a certain point I'm just like, this guy seems fine. I don't get what everybody's big deal is. These, these ladies all signed up for it. And then the woman was like, yeah, I was like 19 and he's yeah. like 40. And you said being like, right. And also Carol doesn't pay her employees either. Right. doesn't pay him either. Carol's are all like volunteers. So that being said, let me ask you guys a question. You have to work for one of them. You have to work at one zoo. Okay. Who do you pick? Joe, Joe Exotic? Joe Exotic. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> he seems fun. Guns. It'd be the most fun. It'd be the most fun for sure. Better people, but could you handle the treatment of the animals? Well, I think the animals yes. are treated poorly. And- <laughs> Ryan's got that party stuff on his mind, and that's it. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> Joe, Joe is so crazy. There'd be, like, weird, funny things that would happen. Yeah, it would be like the most fun. A lot of fun. his employees liked him. I hate, yeah. to, I hate to think of, like, the, the times when they're, like, high, and they're, like, let's put 
that's no leopard in yeah grill and see what happens like you know yeah. that shit's oh, happening sure. they do stuff like that um but yeah but, 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 would be like let's have a goblet of wine and remove all of our clothes yeah <laughs> like, hold on a minute but what is I that be, two couches or is that one big couch in there <laughs> Oh, his couch. Did you, oh my god, that couch. You if you walk into someone's house and you see a sectional all pushed together where it's just one big square like that, you Oh yeah. You need to go. You need to get out. You're not safe. <laughs> you are in danger and you need to get out. Well, I don't understand like a guy who's like I'm 35, I have kids and like I can't imagine having the, the sexual appetite of this guy who works all day, you know, running a zoo. And then he, what does he get home? And he's just like, all right, now to, now to like involve myself in the psychosexual bullshit. Here's the of thing. A I, I don't, I don't want to. I'm just saying it's a lot of work for well, him. Well, No, I'm just saying, I don't want to get into this because you're, you you do not care. He is not putting an effort to engage them. Like he's coming home and he's like, give me a, the beach and then go away ah, i see you're saying yeah. it's like a matter yeah but and they all have separate houses too so it's probably i'm comparing it to like sister wives i wonder if they've got like a schedule like whose night it is to like be subservient to him and call I'm him sure the my lord hated this show yeah, oh yeah <laughs> they didn't watch it they can't watch we watch sister wives <laughs> for this show and i i actually find those people to be really reasonable and yeah. like uh, good family compared to the Tiger King people, absolutely. Yeah, and as eccentric as there as Cody is on that show, he's yeah. like, oh. and he shares similarities though with Doc Antel. The hair is weird. There's a little <laughs> bit of a like dungeon. They both, do they both have one of these? Do they both have a soul patch? Well, flavor yeah, saver yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's a little bit of a vibe that you have to put off as a like somebody who leads a harem. Well, now yeah. it's just like a um, southwestish vibe that we're not. Oh, you think he's going with. southwest? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just saying, like, we're from the Midwest, and there's like a there's definitely like a Midwest vibe guy, and these guys are from Oklahoma, and they're from Utah. So maybe there's like a vibe that we're not familiar with from that. Oh, so area if, you're, of the if you have multiple wives and you're from. Like Doc's in Florida. Florida. He's in Myrtle Beach, right? Or no, that's not Florida. But Doc is in. Oh, you're right. Doc, yeah, yeah I think Doc is in, in Florida. Yeah, right. yeah. So if you're from Wisconsin mm-hmm. and you have multiple wives, you'd just be like, "These are my wives. This is Barb and Jean, and yeah. <laughs> and yeah. other Jean." <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I forget whose turn it is to make bars, but there's some <laughs> out there. Can you imagine if you were if you had multiple wives in Wisconsin, how many bars you would have? Oh, oh my god. god! So many. You have so many sticks of milk. butter in your fridge. Oh, yeah, so much ranch and so much milk. So yeah. much milk. <laughs> Just an obscene amount of milk. Um, so much milk. I so Doc Antle seems like a good guy. Is a ba- is actually a bad guy. Real bad. Yeah. Is now they did accuse him of uh, murdering tiger cubs when they got too old because they're expensive to take care of they don't make money after a certain point because you can't have children petting them now i do want to say really quick and we will move on do you want to know what my thought was on this though when you're like they accused him of this my thought was like well can't you just kill them i don't believe so i think they're endangered like if i took my dog outside and i killed it do i get (laughs) yes yeah what's the law there animal cruelty Really? What if I just tell the police like it was a bad dog? 
no, no. Teen Mom 2's husband killed their dog, and uh, I don't think he actually got like any real. Mm-hmm. Time. Janelle from Teen Mom too. Or oh Janelle yeah, yeah. I'm not saying dog. that you should do these things, but I just didn't think there was like a law that was like. You no, know, you don't have the right to kill an animal. Really? It's probably still yeah. great. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you when could I was kill little, an animal in Oklahoma. I had an ant farm, Maybe. And I kind of let it go, and like all the ants mm-hmm. died. Yeah. Am I looking at? I wouldn't say that on the air. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would cut that from this. I have never. I have never put out a hit on an ant. <laughs> Just for the record. For I want that on the record. Um, can we? Should we move on, or do you have more to? Say? I mean, there's lots to say about, about but killing dogs. No. <laughs> no, we should move on. Um, let. Do you want to go to his husband's next, or to his staff? Mm, tough call. Husbands. Oh, let's talk about his husbands. Husbands. Okay, so um, first is – oh, do you want to take – can we take a b- quick break? Sure. All right. Okay, we'll be right back on Welcome to Reality. Okay, welcome back on Welcome to Reality. I'm Ryan Mason. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. And we're joined by Madeline Goodwill. Hi. <laughs> so glad to have you. Uh, Madeline. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Madeline's been a guest on our show previously. Um, she was in bands uh, and she, she knows what it's like to be in front of people the way that like we were both performers of the stage. Um, but Madeline also has a podcast. Tell us your podcast name <laughs> and what it is. Uh, my podcast is called The First Cousins Podcast. And pretty much it's just me and my cousin talking, sharing stories. Um, we love to have people on and have them tell us like their most embarrassing moments from middle school. And uh, that's kind of it. <laughs> it's actually great. I mean, like, it sounds very simple, but it, it works we, because... We do a lot of pop culture recaps. Like, we end up talking about, like, what podcasts we're listening to and which shows we're watching and things like that. But it does end up just all of a sudden being all these childhood stories and stuff. Oh, and Andrew's so funny, too. He just cracks terrible. me up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's great. Um, today, we're talking about... Uh, our show is usually about reality television this is a tv show right is it considered a tv show it felt like a movie it's a docuseries yeah it's a docuseries yeah. this is a little yeah this is a little different for us but um as someone who loves anything where we get like an insight into i don't even know what to like this is just this is like perfect television for me this is what i want absolutely I want weirdness i want murder i want Sex appeal. <laughs> you can say it. So much that there's so much sex appeal in this show. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so we're talking about Tiger King. Sorry, Tiger King. Um, and speaking of sex appeal, we just talked about Doc <laughs> Antle and who is a. I a feel like weird you know. somewhere deep down you find you're like. You like him. You like him. Yes. I, like, I thought for sure when I said, what do would you want to work for? I thought for sure you would say Doc. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you, you, you suck on that hose, you get to hold a tiger. <laughs> I guess that's the whole thing. Yeah. really quick, I, before we get to, I don't want to get too deep into this, but like, I was literally shocked at how many shots we saw of parents laughing and having fun with their very small children yeah. squashing tigers. Like, yeah. I my kid do that to a random dog because some dogs are nippy, like what you know, like Right. No, that was shocking. To just trust a tiger. I know it's a yeah. baby and I know it's probably not gonna be like hor- like it's not gonna maul right. you as an adult to death, but 
I would not, I wouldn't let my kids touch a random dog. I mean, I would, but <laughs> I mean, we go to the state fair every year and sometimes together with yeah. uh, Madeline and her family. Cause we're, we're tight like that. Um, and you know, the parts of the state fair that are so trashy that like people pay money to get their picture taken mm-hmm. with this and that. My wife talks me out of things like yeah, that. She has true. to be like, we're not doing there that. There was one time right. where, like actual grizzly bears where they were like allowing oh, my God. a stick in there with a marshmallow on it and feed the bear. And I was like, this is not appropriate. And Ryan was like in line and he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, I agree. Well, my brother and I were talking about this because we watch a show together and Tyler, my husband, was like, this is awesome. I want to do that. I was like, of course we want to do that. Of course we want to hold a baby tiger. Who doesn't want that? But it is wrong. It is yes. unethical. And Tyler's like, but that looks cool. I was like, duh. <laughs> like, this is why we're friends, because Tyler and I are the right kind of stupid, where we're like, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I want to hold a baby tiger. It's like, I remember being in the Dells and seeing something like that I don't know, not that long ago. I think I had Eloise, so within the last five or six years. And they had, like, a single cage, like, almost like a giant aquarium of a baby tiger in there, and you could go and pet it. And I was like, no, it's No, thank you. It's um, I, I will say, I, I'm totally joking. I, I thought Doc Ansel was a loser. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Although, like, I was like, oh, he's got three wives, though. But, but what I was cool. going to say is that one of the most shocking parts about Doc Antle and the that section of the show is that multiple people talk about him as though he is very cool. Yeah, well, Joe Exotic said he was like his mentor. His it was hero. Like, yeah, like his, his hero. hero. Jeff, Jeff, the other guy who owns Jeff Joe, thought he was who, cool. He also was like, well, he's got three wives, and he's sort of courting his wife to bring in another person as oh, well. God. He's like That's a swinger, right? So yeah, there's yeah, sort of yeah. that swinger lifestyle. The polygamy, the polyamorous thing is like, I just, it's such, it's everybody. What? Nothing. Um, Ryan just fully burped directly. Into oh. I, that was, ignore that. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to like, bring my attention to it. <laughs> the idea though, like that these guys were like, well, he's got three wives, so he must be cool. It's like, you obviously haven't met a lot of people who are polyamorous. <laughs> like, no. They're not the coolest dudes. Yeah, that's not a direct correlation with like yeah. more wives equals more cool. Like that, yeah. that's definitely Generally not. Generally speaking, there's just open with their relationships and some yeah. of them can be cool but it doesn't mean like it's not automatic like Tom not at all has a fucking white ponytail you know sticking out of his 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 crocodile dundee hat yeah yeah and, and Again, he just happens to also though, be cool his younger pictures <laughs> his younger pictures i do feel like i could have been tricked by that man because sure very like hipster jesus looking he's got a little henry rollins vibe to him Ooh. Like a, oh, he really does his face kind of really looks like his if you think about yeah. it i was like he if, mm. if you took the ponytail off and we're yeah. like that's just the lead singer of black flag but henry, henry rollins would never obviously but like nicole if henry <laughs> rollins was like come and be a part no, of no that, that's what i was gonna farm. say henry henry rollins would never um because i believe he's a vegan and very of course, yeah, he's good, if right? Rollins is like, come and be a part of my tiger farm. I'd be like, I so I do have to go. I do have to. Well, go. I'm sorry about this. I have to take another path in life. My family, <laughs> and it's with Henry Rollins and a tiger too. But he's like <laughs> five forever. years older than you. It would never work. Oh, and God, my family. <laughs> as the car peels away. 
So speaking of that's, you have tra- a type. that's a good transition to uh, Joe Exotic's husbands, which were John and Travis. Yes, because they also don't wear shirts. Is no. that what you're saying? Is that well, the transition? Travis, Travis wore a shirt. But Travis wore a shirt sometimes. Whoever made that decision to be like, no, 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 it's fine. We'll record you for this entire series. Entire series. His, his husband of almost 10 years. Yeah. yeah. 10 years they were together made the brave choice in every one of his talking head interview segments to be sitting in this weird chair that made his body look so strangely like it was just like the straight on angle of him and he didn't have a shirt on the whole time the whole I like time him. i think oh, i love like, him i was like he seems like a pure soul yeah like i think the, the podcast yeah. um really focused on like his like him a, a lot more i think than the movie did or the show did yeah in that like they kind of talked about how he's he's just sort of this like sad lost soul kind of guy yeah like a sad country boy who wasn't gay um but all of a sudden found himself like all right i guess i'll be in this situation and before you know it he had property of joe exotic tattooed on his crouch and there was like no going back yeah now the i'm not gay like i'm not here to like protest in any of this (laughs) stuff but Mm -hmm. like that guy they did gay stuff, right? You sure. know what I mean? Like, sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, they must have. He, I think he's trying to like move past this section of his life. And yeah. Obviously, Joe Exotic has all these problems and he wants to distance himself from that as well. But for portions of the documentary, this John guy talks very glowingly about Joe, about how yeah. fun and they did math and hung out and like, that he took care of him. There was, there's some kind of like relational thing that he's burying. I felt like when he's just like, I'm not gay. And, and it was nothing like that. It was like, but there's some reason why you're here. For sure. They were having sex, but I think it was a very transactional relationship. Like that does seem about right. He was getting his guns and trucks and all sorts of things paid for. And he probably just had to have sex with Joe every now and then because Joe exotic is a, Highly sexual human being. Yes. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Can I talk quickly? And Ryan, I'd love to get your opinion. As a about person this. who's highly sexual. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> from an ex, I'm an ex. Well, you are pregnant, right? So. I am pregnant for the third time. Not to brag. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. But they decide to bring in a, another person into their marriage. Well, Joe Exotic decides to. Um, John wasn't consulted on this he shared right. he was kind of like okay he said but, that he just knew it was going to happen because joe had eyes for what's the kid because he bought him travis. a shirt travis travis i think it was because he was like put this shirt on he was like this must be a fancy day oh right. boy but in order to find to gauge what travis's sexual um I, you know orientation was he asked him a really weird question about porn do you remember this part right. of he was like oh yes have you i thought seen- this was so strange like do yeah do you watch porn and he's like yeah do you watch gay porn no and he said but when you're watching straight porn do you like to see a big dick or a smaller dick right and he said i like to see a bigger dick so he was like spend your day <laughs> right is that kind of what he said yeah. yeah. Well, he was yeah. saying like if you prefer to watch straight porn, but like you have an opinion about the size of the man's dick, like if you would, like if you're looking at it, and you prefer to watch straight porn with a b- 
big dicked dude. I hate right. this conversation that we're having right now. <laughs> I don't think literally that nothing that, to do with your sexuality. Right. Like to me, that means nothing. And Joe Exotic was so confident. Like that means you're gay. Who told you that. Great, are you? That's like dumb Travis. Oh, honey. Like, and I don't want to speak ill of the dead spoiler. Oh, right. honey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Travis was like, oh, yeah, boy. I guess I'm gay. Well, I never thought of it. All right, sign me up. Sure, I'll marry you in like a pink shirt and a shitty banquet hall. Oh, my tiger. <laughs> Can I also say, what what year was all this happening in? I mean, that's the problem with, the, like, cultures that are outside of, like, mainstream. I have a lot of uh, family in Iowa and sometimes you'll stop at a small town in Iowa at the gas station and you'll mm-hmm. be like it's 1998 here like that yeah. is what it is yeah. everybody's haircut is 1998 everybody's glasses are 1998 well, and, th- and that's the point was Travis I thought it was like quite cute but in a very like like t- 2000 post 2010 like 2000 yeah no I want to say yeah I want to say like between 2015 and what 18 i think he went to jail yeah, yeah. so well, it's it, not what, long what ago travis it wasn't like, long ago travis looks like you know travis pastrano from uh like the bmx x games like he he, oh, he deep look, cut he looks like an x games like mid-aughts yeah that's what i'm saying uh, he looks yeah, like exactly. a from like the, zero. the early 2000s yes yeah. exactly um, i'm trying to find out when he died also, it seems like Joe Exotic and Travis maybe knew each other for literally like two years. Oh, bless. Yeah. 2017, and, and he died. Time, so. His life like just tanked. Like it went from, yeah. well, he was I met this guy and then we just did, a, he gave me money to do as much drugs as possible. Yep. They kept him high for sure. He yeah. loved to smoke and pot John, and he loved to walk around with guns. John also seemed like he was like, I also do drugs. I had my troubles. But he also found love at the park. He was bopping the 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 gal or something yep. like that. And same with Travis. They had other relationships that were going on. But at the same time, they still had an allegiance to Joe Exotic the whole well, time. Well they had a weird they had a wedding. I mean, can but we they must actually, have been so financially? Uh, the tied idea to that him. we haven't even discussed the wedding yet. Yeah, I'd like to really come back to that because that was you're watching the show and you're like, wow, this is a crazy story. And then before you know it, you're watching Joe Exotic marry two men in some shit banquet hall in Oklahoma and they're all wearing hot pink shirts and they're just getting married. Like, this is totally fine. And like, their, like, you- family picture was just the three of them laying down without shirts on. It, yeah. It so and it, it is fine, of course. But I don't believe that Travis and, and John, is that his name? I can't yeah. always. This is such a, like, abuse isn't the, the word, but it's like, it's transactional. Coercion. Yeah, right. it's like, they're not into this. He's like, at least manipulating them in some, in some way where he's yeah. dependent upon him. Um, and he's he's he knows what to say to them. And I think... It just became this, like, this is what we do. Like, because it didn't feel reciprocated at all. And, like, the look on their faces, especially Travis's during that wedding, was so dark. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> he was, I know, I was just like, on. where did you go wrong, honey? How did you get here? Like, yeah. yeah. So, John, 
his interviews are great. He is a really yeah. good storyteller. He He's very funny. I, I actually think he was, if, if I was going to say, who's the funniest people on the show, Joe Exotic is hilarious. He is, yes. he knows how to, how to sell himself. Um, but I would also say that like John like has some of that storyteller side to him and he's also unabashed. Like yeah. He, yeah. he takes that from Joe and he's like, I'll say anything. I'm an open book. I don't have, I, there's nothing that you can't tell just by looking at me that I probably have seen some shit. Can I, yes. can I just say like, we should probably move on cause we're, we're hitting up to time here, but um, a, just a happy ending this, um, John, Travis I, kills himself in front of, um, <laughs> Joe's campaign uh, manager. Accidentally. Accidentally. Well, now that do I said happy I do think it was an accident. I really sounded, do. I, so I did look into this a little bit. It sounded like it was accidental. Okay. Like, okay. I, I really believe strongly it must have been an accident. There was yeah. like a uh, one of the guys in the band Chicago. Alleged that? Of, like, same thing. Like, was cleaning his gun. And then somebody was like, hey, be careful. And he was like, uh, whatever, blew his head off. As like, a joke, like he was joking. And yeah, like, he was joking. Had a, a it's like it's round a, in the yeah, chamber. Famous story. Well, and they they showed so many examples of him like being really irresponsible with his guns all over the property. So it wasn't really that far fetched to think that that could happen. But the other hilarious guy on this show is the zookeeper with the long blonde hair, also didn't have teeth. He, I like him too. I loved him. He was so funny. Loved, I loved him. Them. Um, he told a good story too. Sidetrack just to, for the before. That guy's I, I'm, so I'm, lanky. I'm just looking like for long his long in every way. I, I'm looking for his name, but uh, the thing that I was going to say, happy note, was that it's like a six um, foot party sub of a human. That guy. <laughs> just, <laughs> I deep dove, and John did uh, get his teeth replaced. He's got a whole new set, and he's a welder. Oh, that and he's a welder now. That was the happy ending mm-hmm. I was going to bring up before, before you. I brought up yeah. Travis's mm-hmm. So down. Eric is the the other. Zoo, quote unquote zookeeper who said he found the job on Craigslist. Okay, well, I wanted to say one thing about Travis. No experience I know that this is dark okay, times. Okay. But one of the weirdest moments of the whole show is Travis's funeral, uh, where Joe Exotic is there and he's eulogizing him and he and he's obviously very, very on drugs, right? Under the influence of something. Yeah. yeah. And he's like and he starts talking in this weird voice and, and says, like, about him, Travis exposing himself. It's very, like, untoward while his family's there. That fucking mom is right the there. Fucked up things I had seen on this show. Oh, it was, it just, you can't wrap your head around it. Nicole and I were saying, like, it is so rare you get a documentary like this. Yeah. It is so unintentionally hilarious, also dark, also an incredible story. I mean, like, this is a, you could really be so lucky to get something like right. this because it was being they were already being filmed for a reality show so there's lots of high quality camera footage and like we mentioned before some of the people who are on the show are just really good storytellers john is, yeah. i think is a good storyteller um the guy with no legs um mm-hmm. he's also great also named john i think Josh. um he's a great storyteller as well and then this guy with the long hair uh, Eric, his name is Eric. Eric, who is just like a troubled person who came to Joe Exotic and was, Joe Exotic was like, do you want a job? And he was like, what's the job? And the guy's like, feeding garbage to tigers. And he's like, well, sign me up, man. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Sure. Um, he's like, literally no experience necessary. 
Let's, let's let's move on quickly uh, to just a couple. Let's just finish out his his uh, workers because then we have to get to like the plot of the like the the like murder for hire. I will say I did look it up, and um, one of the reasons that Carol Baskin agreed to participate was they sold it to her this this documentary to her as a um, blackfish for uh tigers tigers so she thought that this was all going to be like look how terrible these people are i mean she's right okay she just happens to be one of them you're also terrible honey like um, that a a (laughs) cast member got her arm bit off and that was kelsey saff oh what did you think of that madeline that was actually my maybe my favorite scene of the entire show and that's we started watching again last night because i'm like i just need to see this scene again because it's the second episode, and it's I like the first scene. Um, there's an incident in the cages, and it's very dramatic. And we've come to find out one of the staff members has her arm chewed off by a tiger. Yeah. Which they keep talking about, like, the fence has something to do with it. They're like, well, yeah, then yeah. it got caught in the fence. And I'm like, okay. But Joe <laughs> always has his flamboyant shirts on, like, literally sequenced blouse with leopard print or a fringe leather jacket. Fringe. Fringe leather jacket on top of another fringe leather yeah. jacket. Yes. However, when this staff member got her arm dripped off, unexplicably, Joe has a paramedic jacket on. Yeah. And I need to know to see what happened. With yelling like, at when someone like, somebody gets their arm ripped off. Give me a paramedic jacket. We have an emergency. And then the There's other an extra best- pack of cig- cigarettes in there. <laughs> yeah, and he's walking around like God, God damn, I have to do everything around here. Like I even am the EMT. Yes. He did seem like then- more annoyed than concerned. He was like, "Damn it!" So he walks into the like yeah. when this happens. What is this woman's name? I don't know. Saf. I, Saf. I, I don't know how how it's they. It's Kelsey, but they called her Saf. I don't know how Saf. they identify. Like I'm not, but but I believe it's a woman. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, and they they have their arm ripped off um, by a tiger and Joe walks into the gift shop where mm-hmm. there's people shopping who have been <laughs> ready to come have their zoo experience. Yeah. And he says like, he says, I don't want you to hear about this on the news, but uh, mm-hmm. somebody dang got their whole arm ripped off by a tiger. So I can either refund you or give you a rain check. He could have said anything. <laughs> and he chose, he could have said anything, but he chose to say, what has gotten their arm ripped off? Come back later with your children. He could have said, like, just said there's been an emergency. I'm sorry, yeah, we have to close. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so telling of his personality. Like, yeah, he really yeah. loves the drama and he loves he the does. theatrics. He's a real yeah. drama queen, like, um, which I like about him. Hey, from I, one I, drama I, queen to another, me too. And <laughs> like, then this woman who, or this, this individual who had their arm ripped off, I, I like one of the things I liked the most about them is that they were like, and then they asked me, like, it would be a long time for rehab if you want to keep the arm or, you know, we can cut it off and, you know, it'll be, it'll be better. And they're like, yeah, just cut it off. Cut it off. She was back to work. I love that. Yeah, just cut it. I don't need it. I was like, what a badass. <laughs> this yeah, I mean, she was like, yeah, I was using my hand that was ripped off somehow. Like, it was probably just hanging on by a tendon i love that this person's like i live fast and loose you know one of the things i really loved about this like full series was how many times not just joe exotic but many of the people on the show were 
quasi like bitten or hurt yeah. or scratched by animals and how much they had to pretend it was like no big deal. Yeah, right. no, got it. Got bit. There's one scene where he's like getting like bit on his boots, probably some yeah. or something, and he's like getting really bit by no, the but the, 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 his him the on his boots. Right. But there, there's also this sense that he was like, well, these are my babies, so they would never do anything to hurt me. I was and like, wow, he, he, tiger. Like, yeah, he had his gun out real fast. I yeah. mean, like, he was ready to kill them immediately. It really and, had, like, Grizzly Man vibes to it, where, it, like, you know that documentary, Grizzly Man, where he's yeah. like, these are my friends. They're never going to murder me. And then it ends with the, the murdering Spoiler him. Alert. Right. Oh. That movie's like 15 years old. Yeah, oh, everyone knows that. Um, so yeah, it's like you can't really totally trust a wild animal. Like they have like certain instincts and. Right? Uh, just one last thing is Rick Kirkman, who is the guy who um, was like a news reporter had a legitimate news career at some point and then had come on to essentially help Joe with his quote unquote TV show reality but really show, just yeah. wanted to create a reality show about him right. he wasn't wrong I hope that he got paid truly no. five years later he would have been on A&E and we would have all been laughing and laughing at Joe Exotic yep. oh jeez oh, oh I still don't think Joe Sorry. Exotic should be in jail <laughs> John, by the really? way, uh, the no legs guy was John. We, uh, did we yeah, because if you're going to throw him in jail, it seems like it's trumped up on the fact that these, like, he owned this zoo and didn't treat these animals very well. Well, then lock them all up. You know what I mean? And if, it, right. if you're going to lock up every meth head who's ever said they're going to kill somebody, well, like, then you got to lock up all the meth heads. Well, let's, God let's, damn it. let's discuss that because, yeah. Uh, so we'll get into, so, but basically what happens is this guy, Jeff Lowe, comes in and he wants to be this like quote unquote mm. investor because uh basically because Joe's hard up Joe is money. hard up because Carol has they're in like a suing battle. They're they're both putting all my money into killing Carol Baskin. <laughs> and Jeff is like the bad boy of the big cats. He's like the Vegas bad boy and <laughs> and Joe loves this guy. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Lowe, if I had to describe him, I would be like, a guy with really bad taste. He wears all affliction. All affliction and true religion jeans. He obviously wasn't cool when he was younger, but he got money, and now he thinks he's cool. And now he thinks he knows how to dress cool. Right, and he... Right, right, exactly. Um, So he (laughs) is just kind of a douche. He's like a... He's like an old dude. He dresses like um He's the worst. He dresses like a, he's a monster energy can. He's yes, horrible. That's that's true. <laughs> that is yeah. perfect. And his whole thing is that he wants to like sleep with young women. His wife is very young. He gets her pregnant at the end of this, which mm. I thought was a ploy to make him seem more um relatable or sympathetic to juries because he's wrapped up in this legal battle as well. Right. And um, he he's trying to he shows pictures of a hot nanny. They're oh, that was so bizarre. The poor wife is like, yeah, I work second a baby girl. Then all of a sudden, he's holding his phone up to the camera of like just a random girl. He's like, that's a fucking nanny. I don't want yeah, you know. So gross. Gross. Yeah. In my house. I was, I was like, like okay, you know what? Ben that. Affleck regrets it. Okay. <laughs> Look what happened <laughs> to him. The pictures. Okay. He he said he's sorry. Yeah, he regrets it. It's the biggest regret of his life. So. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff Lowe. Um, but he's a real, like, I, I felt sad for Jeff in a lot of the scenes because I'm like, this, this guy is just like wants no, to be cool, I mean, but he's a loser. But like, he also was. No, like, I don't feel bad for him. He wasn't just like 
you know, like Bhagavad until where he's like, I'm this like total nerd who like blah blah. He was like showing up like with tigers in his fucking car. Like, it's yeah, so weird. Yeah. He was very douchey about it. He would roll around a baby tiger in a suitcase in Vegas and take it up to like hot girls' rooms, and he was just a piece of shit. I have no sympathy for him whatsoever. It does seem like after watching this that. Uh, the majority of people who want to own tigers uh, outside of zoos, like yeah. in, in, in sort of a, like, oh, I'm a private citizen who own tigers. They just want to do it to have sex with very young people. Is that the underlying common denominator? Yeah. Like, so yeah. if I ever meet somebody who's like, yeah, I guess what? I own a tiger. I'll be like, oh, so you want to have sex with children? <laughs> do, you think, do you think like. So you're also a sexual predator. Yeah, do you think tiger folks are different than like the, the than like the big reptile? Yeah, it's all about. No, I do think I I think the big cat thing is um, there's something about the power of thinking that you have control over an animal that that is deadly. Yeah, so I think that although yes, snakes could be. I think it's a different. I think it's a different situation. It depends, like how close to. That's the, too like, bad, Nicole. Video. I don't know. <laughs> Or Britney Spears VMA performance. Excuse me, excuse me. We we are not we're not wrapping up the iconic <laughs> Britney Spears VMA performance where she comes out holding a, a some sort of large snake with these monsters. But I'm just saying, like Bhagavat Antal <laughs> saw that and was like, "Get the bow constrictors out. We're go- <laughs> we're going to the mall." <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> oh God. Um. So anyway, so Jeff basically owns, has somehow like, he's figured out a way to like invest in like, he did the, like the weird thing where he's like, guess what? I've bought so many shares. Now I'm in charge or something. I don't know how business works, but that seems to be what happened or whatever. That's, exact, like, that's right, Nicole. That's exactly how business works from what I know. I know is you get enough tigers, you get to have an extra wife. So, um, but yeah, so he uh, maintained, I, I think that the zoo is actually signed over to him because they're in such dire straits that they need to be bailed out. He's approached by Joe Exotic initially to, to, to for this him. enterprise. To yeah. help him. Um, Joe admires him. They both um, want to sleep with young people. <laughs> um, and then it, it turns out later that like, oh, go, go figure. Jeff spends five minutes with Joe Exotic and realizes, <laughs> I hate this. This is awful. And vice versa, by the way. <laughs> right. They, yes. they end up not liking each other. So, Jeff Lowe leaves and he sends his goon there, this guy, Alan, who is an ex-con, but he's a, a, a faithful worker. I'll for say that I loved Alan. He seemed weird. Like, I'm just saying he, he seemed on the up and up. I've been around guys like that and I'm like, I don't like being around you because <laughs> no, I, you seem dangerous. <laughs> wait, who do you love, Alan? Fun energy. The, uh, the guy with the teardrop tattoo? Yes. And by up and up, I don't okay. mean like he was an upstanding citizen. I, I'm just saying like he, he came he was, in and was like, hi, I'm a criminal. I do criminal things and I will continue. And you're just like, well, okay. He's very clear about what he I is. like him. Straight shooter. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I really loved was the scene of him in that peach bathtub at the very end of the show. Yeah. What was that? That was <laughs> what very was that? Alan. <laughs> I have a bandana still on. What was the yeah. purpose of all that? And what was in the cup? But Alan <laughs> is paid money by... Uh, Joe Exotic, and in sort of this wink, wink, you know, deal yeah, yeah. to go kill Carol Baskin. 
really that what this sounds like is two drug addicts did a lot of drugs together and then one gave one money and sort of said this wild um idea well alan takes off and disappears and then all of a sudden joe exotic realizes what he's done and begins to get very worried and alan goes to like the area where carol baskin is and they've done some weird things like you know filmed in a helicopter above her facility and um, gone all the way down there and went through her facility and filmed it as well. Um, So she had reason, I think, to be worried. But Alan Alan also, like, is an ex-con with a teardrop tattoo who just got $3,000 and was told by this guy, like, go kill this woman. So that's it was reported, basically, through Jeff Lowe, who orchestrated some of this. how How did James become involved? Which one was James? Oh, he, the, the... he was like the, you know, he reminded me of, um, like uh, the the secretary lady from Monsters Inc. Kathy Bates. <laughs> You're talking about the guy who looks just like Kathy Bates with a yeah. weird. Yes. Do you remember? Bob no, yeah. and and what was his store? And who fucking was that guy? His store is so bizarre. It's just like a bunch of shit. And then in the back we have fucking like oh, reptiles. There's some lemurs back there, but the windows are blacked out, and no one knows what he's selling. He well, he turns out to be a criminal informant. So that his relevance is that he turns out to be a rat, and he turns Joe Exotic in. But I can't remember exactly what his relation is to Jeff. I think they were just like buddies. I don't know either. Yeah, somehow he got him involved, but so so it's, basically, it's like the industry they're in. They're the, all they all yeah, know each other. Yeah, they're all dorks. Right. Uh, the argument essentially is that like they except that, for Doc Antle. <laughs> is that Jeff? Doc <laughs> He's got three wives. <laughs> I mean, the argument basically is that like that Joe was spouting off at the mouth as he is wont to do, and that um, Jeff and Alan used james to set him to basically entrap him into a murder for hire plot right and and i mean the police essentially were like regular people can't entrap people if that's what happened that's what happened which is so wild (laughs) yeah yeah I, i didn't i was so pissed at the fact that the the federal government was like spending money on joe exotic who's probably said he literally said a bajillion times he was gonna kill carol baskin right like yeah, on tv yeah. for entertainment purposes you and then like he got super high and said it to this other guy and that the da was like the federal prosecutor was like i guess we got to do this like no right. you don't have to do that you don't have to listen to like fucking jeff lowe you can be like tell him to fuck off <laughs> Like, you're a federal prosecutor. You don't have to take this case. Yeah. But there must have been somebody out there who was like, we don't like that he came in third in this election. That was my take on oh. it. Oh, interesting. I think he's in jail. Well, and I think that they kind of alluded to the fact that the, that the um, hit charges were kind of weak. So then they focused a lot on the animal cruelty and the illegal breeding and killing of the tigers and they made that a big part of like the right the and case. i've already been on record as saying i think you should be able to kill your own animals very strange <laughs> you're animals. making a real yeah. poor showing of yourself with your uh, opinions on the show that you like doc that you think it's fine to kill tigers ultimately well, did you see that couch and how much you would fucking love to have a six foot long party sub <laughs> I want to yeah, sit on that second couch, eating a party sub with my three wives. <laughs> just, What's so wild with that? 
Just fucking sue me. The American dream right there. No, I don't think you should kill your animals. I've thought about it over these last 15 minutes. Okay. I think it's a bad idea. Good. Uh, so essentially, the, the, it ends with uh, Joe Exotic is in, is in prison. He's yeah. In prison. Sad ending. Sad right? ending. Or really sad ending because everyone's bad. Everyone's bad. And like Carol, she sucks. She thinks she won. But ultimate and then and then they really kind of harp on like how poorly these animals are treating in like these last few scenes and it's like god damn it like then it really takes a sad dark turn well to me it was like shut carol baskin's operation down yeah she's not like she she was going to congress and talking to people um and indicating that she had this great love for the animals and stuff like that like no you're just trying to present yourself and your business as not um seedy and you're trying to show yourself as like a, a a force of good well it did seem like your entity and your your institution was not exactly the nicest place in the world and so, you're still benefiting off of you're still exploiting animals and making money off of it yeah so you're running a business just like joe exotic and doc like that's and at the end of the husband, day so and you fucking killed your allegedly. husband yeah at least Doc Antle's given those gals, you know, uh, you know, three hats and a cot and and a and a boot job sometimes. Yeah. Again, they did mention at the end that um, they did find lots of uh, tiger cub bones on Doc Antle's property. Oh, that's right. That's right. 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 They runs a, a zoo. Wouldn't there be some tiger bones? There? So um, I think we probably have to wrap up, but the last thing I wanted to just mention Wait, very Wait, I just quickly, want to say this, that Nicole well, like, was like, they forced that gal to get a boob job. When we were watching this, you were like, it doesn't seem that bad to me. <laughs> I, you know, I was talking with my friends, like, what do, what do would you want to work for? I, I wouldn't, I don't think Docs would be the worst. Yeah. I think Carol's would be the worst. If you if if the worst part of working at Doc's was that you had to sleep with him sometimes, it's a nicer facility. He treats the animals better, and like the bar is so very low. Do you get your own house? Free boob job out of that? Mm, I don't know. I think I think um, being nineteen, I would have been like, no, fuck that. Being thirty-five, having two kids, I'm pop a couple like, kids out. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I'm up. I'm about to my third. I don't think Doc's looks looking for like a thirty-five divorce. How dare uh, you? You're more of How, Baskin how dare you? And I'll tell you what, I'm all jokes. <laughs> we know. And he's like, "Hey, I'm not saying that we're gonna be like." You know, but married, married, but you know, we'll be husbands. I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna call you my husband. No more. Okay? Yeah, you don't oh, have to. And where do we sleep? Where there's all these uh, tiger cubs that are screaming for their mother who you ripped them away from? Right, yeah, right in this house, then? Sure. Where you have all your. Oh, his house is so depressing. His um, house was wanna, so wait, depressing. I honestly want to say this. I. I Again, I was going to wrap up with this last point, and now I think it's important to m mention because you said this. The actual person that you, your, if you had not married me, what your house would look like, that lead detective who seemed normal, yes. but when you looked around his house, he oh. had like a monkey butler statue. Which I thought was hilarious. Again, his table was like a little like baby bear holding up like glass so that it was oh like a table. Oh my God. Yeah. He had I forgot like, about um, those. 
like on the wall were like the um dramatic what are they called like oh, the yes the like uh comedy and, and tragedy, tragedy masks yeah. oh yes just very normal guy with like the wild like what was the, well i work in comedy so i i, I recognize those masks of course <laughs> Of course, and I have a theater background, so I do as well. Yeah, actually, I think those. I I definitely owned T-shirts from productions that had those. Oh, masks I on I mean, them. I did too. But I I'm just saying, like that monkey. Like, had we not gotten married, and I got rid of a lot of your stuff, like a monkey butler might be in our home. Uh, I wish. Or in if your only. Home. I do have a little statue of a a sound cut out that holds my right. business cards right. somewhere. I missed everything you just said because the sound cut out. But it's oh, that's okay. Okay. Um, I think that covers most yeah. of what we wanted to talk about. I think we got to wrap it up here. Um, what a great opportunity to just see you uh, during the quarantine. I know. It feels like we hung out. I know. It's great. Yeah. Um, and we're going to see how this goes. Yeah, we'll have you back, obviously, when there's time for us to actually be in the same space. Yes. Um, people can check me out at ryanmasoncomedy.net. I don't have anything to plug, although Tyler and I are still working on our album and it's coming out eventually. I have no shows scheduled that I want to plug at this point because who knows if it'll ever happen. Because it's the end of the world and no one knows what's happening. Yep. Do you have anything to plug, Madeline? I mean, we talked about your podcast. You can listen to my podcast, um, the First Cousins podcast. Check them out. Super funny. Um, Like I said, Madeline's hilarious, and yes, so, so is funny. Andrew. So check them Thanks, out, guys. and then check out our. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. Give those kids a hug. Give your husband a yes. big hug, and we will see you all later. Um, yeah. Where can people find us? Uh, our Twitter is to underscore pod. Our Instagram is Welcome to Reality MKE. And uh, we'll see you next time on Welcome to Reality. <laughs>